All right, it is Monday morning, July 10th. I got Cirillo in the seat next to me. We're talking Ben's going Tesla, 40 Epic Auto people, and AI in lawsuits. Everywhere I go, the people really want to know who I is and who I be. They stop and Cirillo, you chose Yo. no hat day. I was like, you know, I got I got hats at the disposal, like like costume changes on a Broadway show. And I'm like, nah, I'm just going to, I'm cleanly shaven today. I'm just going to feature it. He said, yeah, he said, I got all the cut-ins over here and over here. Did some manscaping on the beard. I'm good to go. Good to go. That's right. Uh, so Paul is out this week. So it's you and me. We got to we gotta lean in, figure it out. I got to do the reads, which is normally what, what happens is I go real sideways because I try and say eight words at a time. So you're going to have to bear with me. <laughs> oh man, we uh, we got a couple things going on this week. No big deal. Uh, on Wednesday, if you don't know, we are doing another Asodu Edge webinar. We have shrunk these webinars down from fifty-five minutes to thirty minutes, so you can get in, get out, learn some stuff. Uh, we are working with Upstart this week to talk about a connected auto retailing uh, buying journey and a dealership that is totally transforming the whole sales engagement. If you want to see that, if you want to get to that, go to sodu.com, scroll down just a wee bit, uh, and it's hanging out right there. Also, if you don't have your tickets to SoduCon, you got to get them now. Cirilla, we like the whole team is geared up. We're already talking about like team dynamics on our Friday call, right? Yeah. It's unbelievable. So, well, I mean, you were just showing me around the venue a little bit virtually, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, you think you can't one up the previous year's event, and then Kyle's like, check <laughs> this out. Next year, the Superdome. No. <laughs> there you go. All right, let's get into it. Uh, here we go. No segue into the first one. Another domino has fallen, though, in Tesla's favor, uh, as Mercedes-Benz has announced that they will integrate the NACS charging connector in their EVs beginning in 2024 this is after a series of others uh, including ford and gm uh, and we'll mention a few others in a second that have already said hey look we're putting down the ccs connector we're going into the nacs adapter uh so just tesla again taking over um they're plan mercedes is also planning a, a charging network of over 2500 uh chargers with some sites of those opening in late 2023 uh so the uh, manufacturers that we know right now we got vw bmw uh hyundai toyota honda stellantis Jan jaguar land rover uh and now mercedes-benz um those are no and mercedes-benz is in those though are the ones in north america who have not adopted the the standards so vw bmw hyundai toyota's honda stellantis jaguar land rover still not on board. Who's the first one to fall? Who do you think's coming <laughs> coming next? Mm. Peugeot. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, they're gonna. Don't worry, they're gonna do it, guys. I promise, I promise you. Uh, you know the 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 interesting thing here is like just watching how quickly when you have one fall that like everybody else falls in line. But I think right. it's gonna be a really good thing for just the charging network, right? You add 2,500 that now all these manufacturers can go ahead and enjoy. Yeah, I mean, he, th this is 
one of those barriers to entry that I know EV drivers think a lot about. Mm -hmm. You don't realize until you have to drive 300 miles in an EV how nerve-wracking it can be because there's so many different charging standards. You don't know if the charging, you know, stations along the way are going to fit your car or that car or did you have the right adapter or whatnot? And so the more mainstream this becomes, that, that just means that the charging network's going to be there and it's going to alleviate, alleviate a lot of that. Uh, well, well, yeah, you think stress. about like just traveling. I just, you don't go, I, I mean, I remember as a kid, like my parents would kind of map out on the like the map that was as big as the windshield. Don't know how they drove with that thing. But you they would map out like, okay, there's our gas station shops, but they're they're so they're just everywhere. Right. So there's no like, huh, I wonder if there's going to be gas at the next stop, right? It just right. it just always is. And then to add the complexity of here's another uh, here's another possibility. Um, yeah, this is I love Ryan Van so says my wife had a panic attack when <laughs> when she was trying to figure out if uh, if the driving uh, worked or not. Um, but kudos to to Tesla for for setting the standard uh, and Mercedes Benz uh, jumping on board. Speaking of setting the standard, segue if you haven't been on LinkedIn or Facebook, uh, you don't know this yet, but the 40 under 40 uh, class for automotive news, the 12th annual class uh, has just been announced over the weekend. Um, it uh, just as a note, it mainly honors executives, service and sales managers. There's even a general counsel in there right now. So it's executives in the auto industry uh, that are under 40 years old. There's 40 of them sitting there. Um, and a couple of people that, that we know, uh, we've got uh, Dana Clev. She was she's the director of diversity engagement and foundation at Walzer Automotive Group. If you go in the show notes, you can find her episode on Amplify, uh, our podcast that we did at the Reuters event, and then Felicia Ray, uh, who just recently we had on uh, our Saturday uh, email. Uh, was also there. She's the owner loyalty manager at Lynn's Nissan City. Uh, the really, really cool part that that we were excited about uh, was Dan Shine, who has just been uh, a, a massive encouragement over the last few weeks, uh, wrote a, uh, a, a an article about how he was struck, how the, the, the heart of the automotive news was met by More Than Cars. Uh, his quote is, More Than Cars reminded me of the special stories behind so many of the people we cover. People who were, who were born into it and those who took uh, circuitous routes to the automotive retail industry. And that word, ladies and gentlemen, brought to you by. Circuitous. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Just taking a guess. Yeah. Just taking a guess. So you know kudos. What look at that. enrages me about this? Yeah. What enrages me is that I've aged out. <laughs> you never had a shot anyway. You never worked at a dealership. <laughs> But I've aged out. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm 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 the next round up. The, the <laughs> round 60 up under sixty award. Yeah, do they just? I wish they just like started like it's fifty under 50, 60 under sixty. Like you get more of a shot the older you go. You know, above why not? Ground, the above <laughs> ground, uh, above ground, over a above ground above. Uh, that are that are above it. Um, here's here's some interesting ones. You ready? Ready for this? Mm -hmm. So uh, Tristan Tops. Also on the list is a former Miss United States back in 2015. Isn't that wild? That's wild. Got him, the Miss United States is in the auto industry, running dealerships. Uh, let's see. Christina Perez Cubas, 
performed at the 2007 Super Bowl halftime show. Do you remember 2007? What was, that, was 2007? Was that NSYNC, Britney Spears, and Aerosmith? Dude, if you're right about that, see, because that actually was a show. Hang tight. No. That was an epic one. Even better. You know what the, that one was? Prince. Hmm. No, wait. What, what did she do? Was she a musician, a dancer? I don't know. She was there. We'll have I better to find not out. find out after looking it up that she was just in the front row on the crowd. In the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> like when they all rushed the stage. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sure she was on stage. You can't say performed and then, and then do that. Oh, yeah, all right. Here's a name. Ready? Uh, so, Carrie Lanzavecchia took three attempts to pass her written learner's permit. And now, in the auto industry. How about that? Epic. <laughs> like, can't drive. Can't drive. Now drive in the auto industry. Uh, and then, here's here's probably my favorite. Uh, Ronnie Lowenfield, who is at Casa Auto Group, has a collection of over 2,500 bottles of bourbon. Dating back to like 1900. Wow. He's like, don't fact check me on the number. <laughs> <laughs> don't get him on the, don't get him on month end clothes. It's actually 12 <laughs> models. And he's like, I don't know. I see double. <laughs> oh man. Well, speaking of seeing double. Segway. Some authors are seeing double right now. Uh, Sarah Silverman and authors Christopher Golden and Richie Ka Richard Kadri are suing OpenAI and Meta, which is a bold ask, alleg alleging copyright infringement as their AI chatbots trained on illegally obtained data sets have been summarizing the author's book without permission. So basically what has happened is uh, the large language learning models of OpenAI and Meta uh, have basically gone to origins that can go find these books. Um, uh, they're calling illicit origins um, and, and training their data sets. So uh, the pile was assembled by a company called Eleuther AI, which takes content from a private tracker called Bibliotech. So Essentially, what can happen because these uh, the manuscripts are not public facing or um, and there's no like PDFs available. These large language models have gone in and found like loopholes or places that put people have put these to go find the full manuscripts so that they can go summarize them. Like these aren't these aren't publicly available works. Sarah Silverman's book was was uh, written I think in 2010, right? And right. It, it, and so like that's a that's a for me, that's like that's a pretty big thing. At this, I point. mean, yeah, and I'm going to track this one closely because also uh, once Sarah Silverman published her book and made it public, it still didn't get enough readership to be called public. You know, so it's like <laughs> it's like uh, you know, yeah, um, yeah, and also that like I don't know if people understand how economics work, but when you're worth zero dollars. And you go and sue a company with unlimited dollars, it's gonna be a real long time before there's a decision. <laughs> That's true. But Sarah Silverman isn't worth zero dollars. There are other no, people right. that probably I mean, Sarah Silverman is a big actress and, and she's actors. Yeah, she she's done a lot more on the acting side than the autobiography side. So she's, you know, yeah, poking the bear. I think it's more kind of like on principle at this point because yeah. um I, there's a lot of because I've seen a lot on like artists 
and people, right. you know, questioning how image um, images are coming to life. Uh, right. Some of these AI images, but authors, um, publishers, writers, like you think this about our, yeah, this is our kids version of, of Napster. This is Napster. Exactly what it is. That's what this is. <laughs> oh man. Can you imagine like, what is that? What does that look like? Cause like Napster was solved at some point, right? Yeah. I think they came out with Softwire or LimeWire, which was the yep. exact same thing, but different. And then, you know, Hetfield from Metallica was like, Grrr. right. And, but I mean, the, the thing is that what this really brings up to me, it, what really intrigues me, all jokes aside is how quickly as human beings, we jump on a bandwagon. We're like, this thing's going to the edge of the universe. We don't even think we'll be able to breathe there, but it sounds cool. Boom. And we jump on. And then it's a matter of months. Like you remember web three, right? Gone. Well, yeah. <laughs> Monthly active usership on chat GPT has been in like sharp decline during June and July. So right. we're already it's seeing. The same, it. Yeah. It's the same age old thing. We jump on quick. Everybody, you know, gets on social media, all these gurus pop up out of nowhere selling their $49 course, give it a year. And we're like, wait, what are the actual implications of this? And so, you know, Sarah Silverman and all these other authors jumping on the bandwagon of, wait a minute, this is going to really uh, impact original works. Yep. Eh, screech. It's going to make everybody shy. All those people that thought... <laughs> All those people that taught you could write children's books and get them published on Amazon in right. 48 hours, they're out of business. Like everything just changes. And so, you know, Dan, my, my, my business partner, been a longtime friend, he's like, Web 2 said it was going to do all these things. And it landed dramatically different than what we thought it would. And here mm. we are again with all of these different things landing in a completely different spot than we thought. So, yep, yep, absolutely. Well, hey, that's your little update for today. Really, today is all about these 40 under 40. And and give them kudos. If you know one of them, take a look at the list. Shoot them a text. Shoot them an email because it's a big accomplishment and great celebration. And our industry is full of amazing people. <laughs>